Nicholas Cage's Ghost Rider for the Halloween season. Literally just finished the film together. What a grand old time. Thanks, guys. Oh, yeah. It was great. Wasn't it awesome, Sean? So, um, as our listeners know, I'm a pretty big Marvel fan, uh, but I never really got into Ghost Rider. Um, so this was one that I actually had never seen before. Yeah, but you're into it now. It was, uh, it certainly lived up to its reputation. I'll say that. Ghost Rider is a 2007 American superhero film written and directed by Mark Steven Johnson. As Cage Fighter Sean mentioned, it was a Marvel Comics character. I should say still is. I don't know if the comics are still ongoing or not. I know literally nothing about the comic book character. My only relationship with Ghost Rider has been, I believe, when I was a child, I owned a Ghost Rider action figure. Like because of this movie or prior to? (laughs) That's it. No, it's just completely, maybe someone gifted it to me. Okay. The film stars Nicolas Cage as Ghost Rider. We also have Eva Mendez, Wes Bentley, Sam Elliott, our favorite uh, Western actor. Matt Long played, uh, what's his name? I'm sorry. Young Johnny Blaze. Matt Long. Oh, oh, hoop. (laughs) Yeah, my bad, my bad. I'm thinking of uh, the bad guy. Oh, uh, Peter Fonda. Played. Peter Fonda played Mephistopheles. Yeah, that wasn't Mephisto, as he's commonly known as in the comics. Right, right. What was his son's name? Blackheart. Blackheart. West yeah. Blackheart. Which, if anyone's ever played Marvel vs. Capcom 2, uh, Blackheart is actually a playable character in that movie and is a lot cooler in that than he is in this one yeah I would hope so <laughs> yeah that was a character that I felt just was not given a whole lot of love and care not certainly not the attention that he needed to to be uh, portraying the main villain in this movie yeah he he very much came off as a uh, a character that you would see in one of the Twilight films. I think he was one of the Twilight films. No. Ghost Rider was met with generally negative reviews from critics, but they do say it was a box office success. It earned $228.7 million on a $110 million budget, so people did go out to see it. 
However, it is mostly universally panned by critics across the board. Yeah, this this was really one of those early 2000s uh, superhero movies after the first Spider-Man that, you know, where it was pretty widely known that, you know, most comic book movies besides Spider-Man and some of the Batman movies were pretty, pretty notoriously bad. This was around the time of, uh, you know, the Fantastic Four, another Fox movie had just come out a couple years beforehand and was pretty universally disliked and, uh... Gotcha. Blade, I mean, people liked Blade. Uh, that Blade actually was the very first, uh, Marvel movie ever created, but... Yeah, so this one... That would have been so cool if Blade had a cameo in Ghost Rider. Yeah, I was hopeful. It, it might still come in the future. I've heard rumors of a new Blade movie coming. Yeah, a new a new Blade movie that is something that they're that they're currently working on, and there have actually been rumors of a new Ghost Rider potentially with uh, Norman Reedus uh, is a rumor that's been going around, but you know they haven't really done much with him lately at least uh, the Johnny Blaze version of him right right so we should mention that they did release a sequel in 2012 called Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance which with Nicolas Cage we will need to Again. watch I made sure that I prepped it it's on deck we will we will I have noticed though I have read that um, that movie is supposed to be even worse than this one yeah yeah, I've I have not heard a lot of great things about that movie. I'm fairly certain I've seen both, and yeah, they're on pretty much the same oh, level. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, you had watched Ghost Rider before. Yeah, I've seen Ghost Rider numerous times. Um, I mean, like, not always on purpose. It's been on TV, and I've just watched it a few of the times. But yeah, I've seen it numerous times. Just uh, it's been a while since uh, hmm. until today. Uh, right on, right on, Ghost Rider. So, IGN ranked this film. Well, I was just gonna—I was gonna kind of go really feeding off what you're about to say, which was that uh, the critics all say this movie is pretty bad. I'm just kind of curious what your guys' take is. Yeah, I definitely think that you know it's—it's it's not the worst movie, but you know. The writing is not great. They don't really do a great job, like, fleshing out the character and his motivations that much, uh, or just, like, his power set. I mean, you know, they give him kind of the typical, oh, his father dies backstory, and, you know, they, I feel like they, they probably could have used Mephisto as a character that more so, like, taught him about what what he can actually do because I mean he's supposed to work for him so you would think he'd give him a little tutorial <laughs> yeah that's true well Rotten Tomatoes gives Ghost Rider an average rating of 4.2 out of 10 
And I think I would mostly agree with that. I think that's a bit harsh, though. I mean, I might round up to a five because it wasn't unwatchable. It wasn't completely not entertaining. I felt like it didn't hold up in its entirety in its uh, tonally and the plot didn't make sense to me at times. But in a comic book movie, you know, I'm much more able to suspend my disbelief and not really question a lot of uh, why things are happening on screen or how they came came to be. Uh, which, if this was a more serious film with the religious undertones or overtones, I would be keen on that. I'd be, you know, I'd be wondering, like, is this really the devil? Is this really falling in line with uh, some kind of, you know, Catholic faith or whatever? But in this, I just felt like none of that really matters. It's just all kind of a very... A thin layer of paint there, so to speak. And at the... F well, the emphasis was on the CG. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. That was uh, what built a lot of it. No, I mean, it was... Well, yeah, it wasn't even really great for the time. Yeah, I don't even know what to compare it to. But it, it just does not hold up well today. Really, I mean, there were some sequences that I thought they were cool to see, like the scene where the ghost rider drives his bike up the side of the skyscraper. I mean, I thought that was that was a cool shot to include. We could see it yeah. from a, a distance and stuff. And I like the concept of it. But even even when the villains who are supposed to be fallen angels, demons, are they, they always use the same kind of effect when they suck the soul out of these people and it just looks very very dated it's like early to me it looks like 90s buffy the vampire slayer type special effects yeah yeah it definitely had a very cw quality to it so my take on the movie kind of goes right in online with what you guys are saying and also very much the reason that i've watched it so many times is that it's yeah. a long film for virtually nothing to happen. Um, so it makes really good background noise. Because, uh -huh. like, every once in a while, you'll, you'll come to just, like, another plot scene where you're like, okay, something's going to go on. And then it drags out, you get bored, you go back to what you're doing to the house. And then it's just kind of something that, mm. like, draws your attention in once every, like, 10 or 15 minutes. But I feel like the movie was... Yeah. Uh, I mean, really, the whole thing... You had 30 minutes of backstory to the backstory. Yes. Because the entire movie was just the backstory of how Ghost Rider came to be. I mean... Yeah, it's an origin yeah. story film. But, like, you have 30... Like, a, a, almost a third of the movie was the backstory to the backstory. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. And, and it was all very obvious, the setup. Yeah. I mean, you could very easily predict what was going to happen. Yeah. And how it was going to play out, but that's probably the idea. Is is it's very pulpy, it's it's very western, and we know that pulp westerns are predictable, and the characters do tend to be very one-dimensional, and that's fine. And I think the the idea was they would flesh all that out with uh, or pad that out with the effects right mm -hmm. so you have just, just so many over the top effects and slow motion and 
all the the dust reanimation effects when the the demons come into play and there's just so much focus on that i don't know how many times we had to watch the sequence when um ghost rider used his limit break the penance stare move oh yeah where he can look into your soul yeah how many times did we have to see that where it's just all these flames and then it's like a montage of all the horrible things that these people have done so you can see that well and again it just goes on uncomfortably too long right where it's just like yes oh my god get to the point (laughs) right we get it yeah but the, but everybody's so one-dimensional too because I would think like well aren't these people sure they've done some bad things but can't they don't they still have some goodness in their soul aren't they still worthy of being saved but the movie is just like no they're rapists they're thieves <laughs> murderers never well and I think there's there's other characters there's there's another superhero character that does something similar with like I don't know punishing people or something uh wasn't it wasn't right. it spawn wasn't spawn something like that too yeah, yeah oh th- dude there's right. totally yeah but it's all the idea of like punishing the evildoers but yeah I, I think that's a question of like the morality of the character but they deserve it they always deserve it yeah they didn't even really explain how he knew how to do that uh, ghost voodoo. It's always ghost voodoo. <laughs> I wonder if Cage tried to get more of a New Orleans influence in there. I wouldn't be surprised. I guess they had to settle with uh, with the iguana catching on fire. Yeah. There is an iguana. Yeah. What's movie. that bring our I'll iguana count that. up to now? <laughs> I don't know, but we got to keep an iguana count. For serious. <laughs> I, I did read that uh, the scene where he he eats jelly beans instead of drinking alcohol that that was something yeah. that Nick had uh, proposed same thing with uh, him being obsessed with monkeys for whatever reason listen listen we we have watched enough Nick Cage films to know him well enough to know what he is improvising <laughs> and when it's someone else oh yeah right Steve oh yeah for sure I mean, it was it was obvious. Okay, this is we need to have a name for that, like Nick embellishments or something. Cage Nicholisms. And I'm sure it was probably his idea for that uh, cartoon he was watching. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I, and I, I just did. don't think it fits. I think that. Sorry to cut you off, but I want to get this out. It is obvious to me when I watch the film. I do believe that Cage is passionate about this character, and I think it shows in his performance. However, when he becomes the Ghost Rider, I don't think it's him. I think it's no. it's a stunt double. It's it's another actor. And so, when it really matters the most, you know, the Ghost Rider is not actually Cage. And I think you can. It's kind of it hurts the film that you can tell it's not him. I had that same thought. I I thought that you know with Cage being such a big star and you kind of losing that when he becomes this CGI abomination, it just subtract something from the movie i also i did hear that and i haven't really read any ghost rider but it's not a very uh accurate depiction of how the character acts uh so i i don't know if if cage is 
super familiar with the comics or, you know, I mean, this is kind of the area where the studios would make a lot of decisions that, you know, were not really in line with the comics. So, I mean, it could have been a combination well, of both. Cage Fighter Sean, I actually do know that Nick Cage was familiar with the character. Do you oh, want to know why? Okay. Yeah. Well, according to IMDb in their trivia section, Nick Cage had to have his Ghost Rider tattoo covered with makeup to play Johnny Blaze. Oh, that's awesome. And he also, quote, lobbied furiously to play this part. Really? And the skull, I'm just, it's like I'm going down the list. It's all about Nick Cage. I love it. His skull in the movie was generated from an x-ray, a 3D x-ray they took of his actual skull. <laughs> so that's, that's actually really that's, cool. That is Nick Cage's, that is, yeah, so it is. So does he do the voices during that section too? It doesn't mention the voices. I would, I would assume as actually. much. I mean, I didn't see anything like voice of Ghost Rider in the uh, uh, credits. Yeah, I... Uh, I mean, it could be an I don't know, it kind of sounded like him to me. It did. It kind of sounded like him to me. This was one of the few Marvel movies that Stan Lee did not appear in. <clears throat> because he wasn't involved in the creation of the original. Makes um, sense. The girl in the alley, the Hot Topic-looking girl, was this was her film debut, uh, Rebel Wilson is her name. I recognize her. What else has she been in? Oh, she's been in a lot. Yeah. She, oh, she, 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 was, she played the character of Bryn in Bridesmaids. Oh, yeah. She was in she Workaholics. Was in Pitch Perfect. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know who this is now. Why she yeah. looks from Jojo Rabbit. She also uh, looks really good now. I think. So... We all agree that this is not a good comic book movie and just not a great movie. But what about a cage movie? Is this a good cage movie? I think it's mid. Mostly um, because it doesn't have enough of him. But it does check some boxes. You get him uh, womanizing yeah. and... Yes. Uh, Cage out, making making a crazy cage out. Uh, two of them. Uh huh. Are you including the one where he becomes Ghost Rider for the yeah. first time? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, of course. Yeah, that one's great. And him doing a weird quirky thing that the studio that probably wasn't in the script. <laughs> Do you remember the mirror part? He's talking to himself in the mirror. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I assume somebody saw him doing that in his dressing room, and they were like, you got to do that on camera, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe we should mention a little bit more about the story so we can put it into context. Right, so Johnny Blaze, it starts out when he's a kid. It's 1986, he's 17, and he and his father are professional stunt performers at, uh, at a circus or a carnival. Yeah, they're carny people. And young Johnny Blaze learns that his father is dying of incurable cancer. 
So what happens is the devil, who we learn later is the character Mephistopheles, appears to young Johnny and makes a contract with him to basically become the ghost writer, but young Johnny doesn't know the terms of the contract. He's, he just knows that his father, his father's cancer will be cured. But what I didn't understand is some of his blood falls onto the contract. And that's how the contract was signed between them. But I didn't understand where the blood came from. He got, he got stabbed by the, by the outside. It like pricked his finger and then some blood dropped down. So the devil tricked him into signing the contract. Seems like that he's a tricky boy. Seems like that shouldn't count. Right, right. It, it's just it isn't it the same kind of thing with vampires, right? They have to be invited into your home before they can have any power over you. And I kind of like that idea. I was thinking idea. more like Rumpelstiltskin, though. Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. He like tricks you into signing contracts, right? All right, all right. Yeah, or or um, it'll come to me. Just laugh when I say it. Uh, Timeshare okay. salesman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he, quote-unquote, signs the contract. His father's cancer is cured, but in that same day... They do this, uh, they're going to do this crazy stunt, and his father has an accident and dies in the accident. The devil's and a Johnny, guy. The devil's all like, lol, gotcha. Gotcha. And Johnny kind of um, blames himself for it. How does he react to that? Help me out. So it's a little confusing in the scene, because like... He was planning on running away with his girlfriend at the time, but then his dad dies. So he rides off into the sunset alone yeah. instead of with yeah, his girl. Yeah. But then you get the, like the flash forward however many years later, and it seems like he never left the carney. Uh-huh. No, and he speaking went to a, of his girlfriend. Different oh, he went to a different carney. Okay. Okay. He just set out on his own, started his own company. I just want to mention that I called it when I saw the actress. I said, that looks like like an off-brand Eva Mendez. And it turns yeah. out that that was young Eva Mendez. <laughs> Who then, when Eva Mendez, the actress, does enter the film, it's like she never leaves. She's in it like every other scene. I've never seen a yeah. movie that has that gave her so much screen time. So Mephistopheles' son, Blackheart, comes to Earth and he, like, awakens these other fallen angels who have um, Avatar elements or Captain Planet, Earth, Air, Water. Yeah. And um, he's looking for the lost contract of San Venganza, which uh, Sam Elliott, who I mentioned before, excellent actor he's the narrator of the film and i i will give them credit for this because i thought if sam elliott if he's just the narrator who narrates this movie i hate this movie even more i just think that's lame but they actually gave him a role he played the caretaker who uh spoilers spoilers is also a ghost writer what'd you guys think of that so I thought I thought that was pretty cool because that was actually 
uh, kind of a, I shouldn't say like a deep cut from the comics, but um, so in, so in like the 60s, before they had the Johnny Blaze character, uh, there was another character called the Ghost Rider, um, but it was based on kind of a different story. And it took place in the Old West, because, uh, you know, their Marvel previously did a lot of Old West comics. And, uh, and yeah, Carter Slade uh, was known as the Ghost Rider, but they later retconned that. At one point, he was known as the Knight okay. Rider. Um, All right. <laughs> had to change that, because that's actually, that name has ties to the Ku Klux Klan. Uh, oh, I, no, I didn't know that. <laughs> Yeah, so they had so eventually they renamed him to the Phantom Rider, uh, but the actual Spirit of Vengeance, uh, the Ghost Rider character, the first one technically in the comics, uh, canonically is supposed to be Johnny Blaze. Yeah, speaking it was, of, it was kind uh, of an interesting, uh, interesting uh, reference from the comics, though, for Marvel. Yeah, fans. Wow, thanks for sharing that. That is interesting. I feel like it was uh, almost kind of obvious that uh, he was going to be the other rider from. Black I was going to ask if you guys predicted that. I didn't see that coming, honestly. No, no. I mean, I've seen it so many times that I already knew. So I guess uh-huh. I just kind of like it was pretty obvious to me. But I've also seen it numerous yeah. times, so maybe that's why. Yeah. Whenever I see Sam Elliott in movies anymore within the last 10, 15 years, it, he usually has minor roles for the, the bigger blockbuster movies. So I always assume that he's not going to be in it for very long. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, in a way, you know, it helped this movie because he had an awesome role and he's a tremendous actor. But also, I think he kind of outshines Cage in the scenes where they're together a little bit. Oh, yeah. It's true. I would agree with that. Yeah. Which is definitely a hit against this movie, because if you outshine Cage, then right, it's kind of a problem. <laughs> oh, we liked the part where the, the police are on to um, Nick Cage's character, Johnny Blaze, and they subdue him and arrest him, take him to, to jail, and they throw him in a cage with all these criminals. So he had Cage in a cage. Pretty awesome, Johnny Blaze, in a cage, played by Nicolas Cage, and of course he goes <laughs> Super Saiyan in there, and just nukes nukes everyone. And I thought that was a great scene. What did you guys think? Yeah, I thought I thought that was a pretty good scene. I uh, out of all the action scenes, I thought that was probably one of the best. I mean, the one at the end probably was one of the most underwhelming. Yeah, I like well, the, uh, the looking at oh, the yeah, kid. Sorry. Innocent. <laughs> yeah, he's like Judge Dredd. Just to prove that he passes you know, not judgment guilty. on people. Yeah. I mean, clearly that kid did something wrong to wind up in jail, but he's right. not a bad kid. So he proved right. that, you know, Ghost Rider's not all evil, even though he works for the devil. Yeah. He's a good guy, really. Yeah. What was my next thought? Oh, one thing we haven't talked about. What did you guys think about the bike? 
I thought it very much looked like uh, those memes of the biker that just goes, Hey, liberal. I love you. I'll give you kisses. Yeah, they really played up that sequence where he finds the bike. Right? It's kind of like when, I don't know, the sword in the stone, Excalibur, or finding finding the sword in the lake, right? It's the mm-hmm. hero discovers the tool of his judgment, or whatever. And mm-hmm. uh, didn't Cage uh, buy that bike? Did he already have it? Well, I don't know if he already had it, but I think that he he rode it for a while after this movie. Like, wasn't his dad? Oh, you bike? mean in real life? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like in real life. Oh, oh, I don't know. That's a fun fact. Yeah. If so, hmm. But his powers, as they grow, they start to they start to like infect the bike, so the bike becomes like this this demon ride. Yeah, with the flaming wheels, and uh, it looks—it reminded me of um, the singer from Corns' microphone stand. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this is definitely this is like a southeastern Ohio hit movie. I'm sure. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, another thing uh, about Sam Elliott's character in the comics—he actually was from Ohio. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, man, I wish they would have said it in Ohio rather than Texas. Texas is just too easy. Yeah. <laughs> so Blackheart, uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer villain, comes to Earth. He's trying to find this contract. Can you guys explain a little bit more about this contract? Because he needs this contract in order to start what he calls a new hell on Earth. And he's already started collecting souls at this, uh, like, village in the desert, right? I was kind of... But what is so important about this contract? See, I thought it was originally the contract that that he signed, but apparently it's like a different contract, or is it the same one? It's, uh... So the original Ghost Rider, I don't know if it was the very first one, but the, a previous Ghost Rider, after he got his powers, he made a deal with the devil, right? And but he took this contract and he fled with it. That was the backstory. He had fled. I don't know where he went, but he was trying to keep the contract away from Mephistopheles, right, Steve? Oh, I, I don't know. The whole contract thing sort of confused me. I didn't understand what the contract was for, nor why the Ghost Rider was stealing in contracts in the first place. Considering yeah, they're supposed it was, to be bounty so hunters. Yeah, so it was the ghost. It was the Ghost Rider before Sam Elliott's character, the caretaker, named Carter Slade. He was a Texas Ranger who hid the contract there at San Venganza. Well, Sam Elliott was Carter Slade. Yeah. So it was. So that was, I guess, just what ha- what happened at the beginning of the movie. Oh, that's right. Well, what confuses me is they're at Carter Slade's grave. Well, yeah, I, I mean, you don't want to, like, announce to everybody that you're still alive after 150 years. It kind of gets gotcha. a little sus. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, so the... <laughs> Most people that are immortal tend to fake their own deaths. That I way, see. you know, no one questions it. Yeah, the I guess powers I was just, were probably I keeping was... him alive. I was too enamored by the beautiful graphics to put two and two together. 
so thank you. <laughs> and I'm still, yeah, of course. I'm still a little confused about the live aspect of him as well. Uh-huh. Because of, like, why... the final scene with him, does he not just disappear? Yeah, why, why was he only able to go into Ghost Rider form one more time? Right. I question Probably it's because like his power was the last of just... his ectoplasm. Yeah. Does he have, like, a magic gauge somewhere? Did you see that on the screen? It's all was based it on... Red? Yeah, it's all based on Christmas spirit. And that's getting oh. lower nowadays. But the new one is all, you know, the new Ghost Rider is no longer based off. I'm sorry, it's based off of horse spirit. And since people don't ride horses anymore, there's yeah. just not enough power there anymore. Yeah, it was based so, on horsepower. Yeah, but the new cage is based on motorcycle power. So as long as people are riding motorcycles, the new Ghost Rider gotcha. gets its powers. Yeah. I see, I see. The Ghost Rider well, that the last cowboy just rode. The Ghost Rider that they had in uh, Marvel's Agents of the Shield was actually a different one, uh, named Robbie Reyes, and and he actually had a uh, like a Mustang. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Wow. Yeah. Oh, it's uh. Makes sense. It's, They're all. It's also worth noting that um, the three demons that uh, Blackheart had partnered with the three like elemental demons were actually to my understanding creations for this movie they were not from the comics from what i could find okay well to be completely to be honest with you the whole elemental thing reminded me of vampire hunter d bloodlust the enemies (laughs) in that so i got this anime vibe from ghost rider very yeah, used hockey show. <laughs> yeah, and you just know that Ghost Rider's going to have to take on these guys one by one. Mm-hmm. And which is what he does. Which is what he does, and he doesn't even kill them in interesting ways. It's actually kind of lame, I think. Yeah, they yeah, just burns like, them all uh, up. Yeah, the dust, the air dude, he just creates a wind tunnel of flames that sucks the guy into it kills him and then there's the water the sand dude duty. the sand duty wraps in fire chains and he just burns him <laughs> that's right turns him into glass <laughs> yep yeah the water guy just gets boiled underwater he's like really yeah they they were not uh, worthy foes it seems but blackheart seemed like he was even weaker than them like he put yeah. up less of a fight I think yeah there, there was, was kind of a cool there, fight so... that that first that first fight between Blackheart and the Ghost Rider where uh, the Ghost Rider tries to use his special move the pen and stare and it doesn't work on Blackheart because you discover that he has no soul and that attack is does not work against people without souls yeah, that that attack has no effect. Yeah, it's not very effective. Um, and then he tells Blackheart tells the Ghost Rider Johnny Blaze that he needs to get the contract and bring it to San Venganza so he can well, he, start his. He new kidnaps act. his yeah. He kidnaps his girlfriend. 
tells him right, that. Right, he kidnaps his girlfriend like, and he kills his best friend. Yeah, which, which, I mean, perfect, perfect cage too for that one. And we it gave, reminded me of the no, or uh, what was it, knowing? Yeah, yeah. He just walks in and he's like, "Mac, you're dead. Where's my girlfriend?" <laughs> just barely a pause, I, barely a blip on him. You know, his best friend was just killed. Knowing is one of my favorite Nick Cage movies of all time. So thank yeah. you. Uh, let's see. The caretaker tells Johnny that he's he's more powerful than previous Ghost Riders because he sold his soul for love rather than selfishness and greed. And then uh, gives him the contract. Yep. And that's when we get to our climax where the two of them go together to San Venganza and the caretaker then has to leave because he used up all his his powers and he has no more limit breaks and that's also where um, Ghost Rider gets his shotgun yep Pass and this down. is supposed to be this is the final battle and I mean this is this is where I thought like this is this is where everything is leading up to so this has to be awesome but I was kind of let down yeah he basically yeah. one shots him yeah well, so yeah, he goes in, guns blazing, no pun intended. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, then, and Blackheart, uh, yeah, Blackheart reads the contract, and then all the souls come out and go and enter Blackheart. And then yep. Eva Mendez's character, her name's Roxanne. She, I thought it was hilarious when she uses the shotgun herself. Yeah, when Blackheart's and she's got about to take out. Yeah, she's got better aim than Ghost Rider. Yeah, just one shot pops his head off. Right. But now Blackheart has all of these souls absorbed into his body. And it's a long sequence. I thought it was going to be a transformation thing, kind of like when we saw when Ghost Rider became Ghost Rider. But he just comes back. He's just himself with red eyes. Right? They should have. Why didn't he just. They should have just made him look like how he does in the comics. That would have been way cooler. This big, like, it's... hulking black demon guy. You're missing something. This is this was uh, the time that Dragon Ball Z was popular, so this isn't even his final form. Oh, oh this is like one of yeah. seven. Yeah. <laughs> He'll be back so, in the next one. As form. we know, there's a sequel out there, so yeah, that's when he may hit his final form. He may not hit his final form. With, but it Black depends Heart on how, many, such... how long he can scream. Blackheart is such an idiot because he didn't have the foresight to see that by imbuing himself with souls, Ghost Rider can now use his penance stare. Oh no! And How I, I wish that there that was coming? like I wish there was like a thirty-second sequence where Ghost Rider, you know, looks at the camera, is like penance stare, and like flies up into the sky and is doing flips, right? And penance stare. That's how and it would be just in, kills in Marvel vs. Uh, Capcom. But we just got another long soul-seeing sequence again. Blackheart's really yeah. bad because he has all the souls of these bad people. Man. And they make you watch one for each soul that he absorbs. <laughs> it's just five minutes, yeah. the soul sequence. <laughs> uh, Mephistopheles comes back and 
says, thank you, Ghost Rider, for completing our contract. And he offers to take away the curse of the Ghost Rider. But Johnny says no. He doesn't want anyone else to make another deal. And he decides he's going to use his power for good. Which I'm just like, how do you do that? You have the power of Satan, you're going to use it for good. I mean, again, I don't understand this power from either direction because his whole power is to like punish bad people. I just, I just like how there's this Christian kind of element to it, but Jesus stays out of it. He's like, guys, you, you take care of this stuff. Yeah, this is your problem. (laughs) I'll, I'll come back. We got hell powers running amok on Earth. Yeah, yeah. And then Cage's character from City of Angels. Uh, <laughs> and then Meg Ryan's character comes back and wow, kills. You just had to remind Eva me. Mendes. <laughs> no defuse. Eva Mendes versus Meg Ryan. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Eva Mendez uses her 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 uh, super Catholic powers, and <laughs> Meg Ryan uses like pumpkin spice power. <laughs> Meg Ryan and and uh, Eva Mendez fuse into Megatron. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but I mean, I like Eva Mendez. She's she's nice to watch on screen. Um, but it's like, man, she was in this a whole lot, whole heck of a lot. Yeah, and whenever she's on the screen, she's always wearing something really tight fitting, or her blouse is unbuttoned. It's like, come on, like, you can't use sex appeal to take away from a, a bad story. I mean, you can, but it's just. But don't worry, ladies. I feel like ladies. at the time, most of the superhero movies were all about like plus one sex appeal. Yeah. So wasn't this the sort of same timing that the first Transformers came out? Mm-hmm. And that was, was this- all about. Uh, what was her name? Megan Fox. I feel like now, uh, now the superhero movies go in the opposite direction. They now they're just like, yeah, we're just gonna throw all these beefcakes in the movie, and you know, yeah, times have changed. Yeah, I mean, we used to have movies that uh, like Valley Girl that required at least four uh, open boob shots (laughs) to be able to hit their production ratings. But uh, people just aren't into that anymore. They've got Pornhub. They don't need actual superhero movies. Well, Thank you, Steve. Speaking, speaking of beefcakes, <laughs> Cage is... Uh, uh-huh. he, he's pretty cut up in this movie. It's true. He is. I wonder, uh, you know, who his, who his trainer was, because uh, they got him in good shape for this. I also question whether they were CG'd. It's possible, but you know, CG wasn't up to the same standards at this time, so Yeah, and it's interesting the types of directors that they would have on these films. Mark Steven Johnson his only other movies were the the Grumpy Old Men series, Simon Birch, Jack Frost, and then he wrote and directed Daredevil and Ghost Rider. <laughs> Jack Frost. Just an interesting yeah, Jack Frost. Is that the one with, um, what's his name? Batman. Batman uh, Michael Keaton. 
I forgot Michael Keaton was in that movie. Yeah, Michael yeah. Keaton becomes a snowman. <laughs> yeah, Dare, Daredevil's one that is known for being pretty notoriously terrible. I've uh-huh. actually never never seen that one, but yeah, it it honestly like really put me off to the character of Ghost or of uh, Daredevil until the Netflix show came out. I see. That's too bad. Yeah. yeah. We will There's have some... to watch. We will have to watch Ghost Rider: Spirit of Vengeance eventually. Maybe next Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's another movie though that that is kind of it kind of has this vibe that I thought about when I was watching Ghost Rider that I would love to watch with you two. It's called um, It's Tales from the Crypt: Demon Knight. <laughs> it's a Tales oh, from the Crypt movie. It's got demons, it's got the religious backstory to it, and it's obviously much more violent, but it's a good, schlocky watch. I'd love, i love to watch it with you two. I would be so honored, I would sell my soul. We still need to watch Beowulf, too. We do. So, yeah, we did it, we watched Ghost Rider, guys. It's done. Yeah. Finally. Another another one for the Cage Hall of Fame. Another one. Is this one a contender for the B Cage of Fame? Well, it's, I don't think it's in our current runnings. The next official film, if we're going chronologically, I believe is going to be Snake Eyes. That's what we discussed. Okay. Yeah, and I heard that was a that was a good one. I know that's yeah, one. we're going to have Snake Eyes, 8mm... Um, I have to look at the list again, but really, I'm the most. I'm mostly excited about knowing. Maybe Bangkok Dangerous. Oh yes, those are coming up soon. So super psyched. Do you guys have any final thoughts on the Ghost Rider? It's about what I expected. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I would. I would agree. And Steve, sorry, I forgot your Nick Cage news segment. I would like to bring that back. I was woefully unprepared for today, so that's probably a good thing. That's all right. That's all right. But uh, I can uh, plan it out next time. No worries. Well, thanks, guys, for joining me. We just did the watch through together and the discussion. That's awesome. Super appreciate it. And to everyone else listening out there, Thanks for continuing to listen to Late Night Cage Fight. What else? How else should we end it, Steve? Is there anything else you want to add? Um, yeah, I mean, unless you want to talk any about any future plans, but I don't know that we really have any at the moment. Um, no. Keep it real. Keep it cagey. Um, and look out for any of his other Halloween or Christmas-themed films coming up here soon. Um, keep him in well, your we're going to do Christmas Carol for, always for keep Christmas. Cage on your mind. Yeah, I just mean for our listeners to always keep Cage on your mind. Always, you know? always. During this holiday season, know that he's got a he's got a great repertoire of of yeah. Halloween and and Christmas themed movies, and you should really just uh, keep it real with Cage. Thank you. Let's just Sean. Let's just. Let's just hope that the rumors are true that he will be reprising his role as Johnny Blaze in either Deadpool 3 or Secret Wars. Hell yeah. 
Thanks again. This is Late Night Cage Fights. Stay tuned for more fantastic cage reviews. Goodbye. Cage out.